Everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's the Diddy NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And it's time for maybe your last quick snap. Oh, quick snap. Are you doing it? Hold on. Hold on. Let me listen. Hold on. Oh, you dirty little devil. Uh, yeah, this could be your last um, quick snapage for your giant package of this year. If the media reports around to listen to it. And Rob Domofsky. I don't understand the drama. Rob Domofsky is a fantastic reporter. And a great guy. And I'm not biased. I think he's sound. And he's been on the podcast. Disclaimer, right? But he came out and he was asked for his assessment of players and how the Packers are going to fare. And he was saying, yeah, like, it's, you know, we're up against it. And I was like, oh, oh, the outrage. Uh, yeah, the Packers are heavily tipped loose. And I see people looking at the betting odds and going, oh, the disrespect. Now, do I think the Packers can win this game? Yes. Why? Because Dallas are the number two seed. And if there's going, and Mike McCarthy's the coach, there's two reasons. Um, and if there's a game that your team who's expected to win is going to lay an egg in, well, then it's the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but the stats are like insanely heavily against us. It's insane. For instance, in AT&T Stadium, uh, they're on this hot streak. They've won every single game this season. They're eight and zip. And also they've the longest streak in the NFL uh, winning at home, which is their last 16 games. And it goes back to when they lost to Tom Brady when he used to play in the NFL. Uh, RIP Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's career um, in week one of 2022. So they're at home. They're insane. And they're the number two seed. Not only that, but we have... I've got right into it. How are you? How is it getting on? You know, I'm like that guy who rings you up and doesn't even try to pretend that uh, he's trying to find out all about you and just ask you for favours. Instead of giving you the top quality information here. Um, so the Packers are definitely up against it, uh, particularly because their offence has been ridiculous. Uh, Dak Prescott, their quarterback, um, is just playing lights out. He's an MVP candidate. He's put up career numbers. Um, he's one of the best in the league. If... You know, if not the best quarterback, he's certainly the best quarterback in the NFC. So if you look at the production that he's been getting, and more so the production that the Cowboys are getting at home, yes, they haven't lost. Um, and that stadium is a beast and it's going to be rocking. But when you look at the points they're averaging a game, they're averaging 30 points per game. And they've got very little weak spots when it comes to it. And even worse than that, in AT&T, they're actually averaging 37 points a game at home, which is just nonsense, you know. And there's all this talk about, oh, well, the last time the Packers went down there, Aaron Jones ran for, you know, four touchdowns and they won. I still think it is possible. And in fact, the only weak point for this Cowboys team appears to be run defense. And as pointed out on Packers.com, um, with the lads there, Spofford, and Hodgkowitz, they were saying that, just pointed out, you know, look, Jones has ran for over 100 yards the last three games. So he's coming on a hot streak. Um, and then on top of that, of course, the Cowboys dominate on defense. And why did they do that? Because they sacked the quarterback a ton. They get an awful lot of pressure. Now, uh, Jordan Love has been getting the ball out very quickly. And that's only going to bode well for the Packers on offense. But the obviously the glaring question is, is can Joe Barry's defense slow down 
the Dallas offense? And can he slow down CeeDee Lamb, who is just shy of something like 1,700, 1,800 yards? The guy's an absolute demon. So Dallas are first in scoring with 29.9 per game, fifth in scoring defense, second in scoring differential, um, and they're the number four team by overall PFF grade and number four team in DVOA per Zach Cruz uh, on Packers Wire. Great article there. He always breaks down uh, the games really well. So, look, the, there's no doubt about it. The Packers are coming up against it. They focus in on uh, defense and sort of say, well, who have they got? It, just Micah Parsons is an absolute animal. Uh, produced 103 pressures. Uh, he's a demon. So the only way to sort of nullify that is to get the ball out quickly. And what I would say is, and this was brought up by Steve Sparks over text, Steve, I, I know you don't mind. Um, and he was talking about how he was kind of shocked that none of the Packers coaching or brass was kind of pulled up on this sort of coaching carousel and that they haven't been approached. Not yet, anyway. But I think when you look at the likes of the performance from Nathaniel Hackett, when he went and became a head coach, um, and then went off at Robert Sala, and then you look at Luke Getze, who's got fired by the Bears. So when you look at that, you're kind of like, yeah, well, Maybe they're a little bit spooked that anybody who isn't Matt LaFleur doesn't do very well. So when you look at this game, you know, this sort of flying under the radar works in our favor. The Dallas Cowboys have earned their number two seed, but I think the only thing that will go for us, and this is seen as a criticism, but when you think about it, it's just a beautiful advantage. You know, and they talk about that, you know, Jordan Love is it has X amount of yards and all this. And in fact, he won back-to-back NFC offensive player of the week and Wes Hotkowitz pointed out that he's the only the second player to do it after Don Beebe now anyone who's saying well there you go Brett Favre and Aaron couldn't do it they won Super Bowls and MVPs can we calm it down um, but they look at the receivers and Jordan Love has the tools that he's worked with and the fact that PFF also named them uh, the sort of you know breakout player of the year you know, and people are comparing him to Patrick Mahomes and the, the throws he's making now are off back foot and stuff. But the highest receiver and PFF rankings that he has is 42nd. So you'd look at that on the base of it and you go, well, he doesn't have a lot of talent to work with, really. No, he's spreading the ball around a lot. So his receivers aren't dominating in the rankings because, quite frankly, too many are receiving passes from him. Oh, woe is me. So in that regard, you have a Packers team where they're going up against a Dallas team at home who haven't lost in 16 games, which is crazy. But they're going down to AT&T. The pressure is most definitely all on Dallas. Like I've been saying for weeks now, if we get to the playoffs, we're just playing on house money. And that's what it is right now. The Packers were not expected to get here. Uh, We've seen Jordan Love get all the accolades. We've seen the young receiver step up. And now Aaron Jones is on a hot streak. You know, the one area I think the Cowboys are allowing 4.2 yards per rush. So, what are the keys to the game then, I hear you ask? Well, if Aaron Jones runs well, we know that the Matt LaFleur offense works well when they run the ball well, when they get the ball out of uh, their hands quickly, which Jordan Love has been doing. He's been sacked very little. If our offensive line can stand up and let Jordan Love get the ball out, and our young receivers can dominate because there isn't a whole lot of tape out there. And Jordan Love seemingly will pick out the receiver that's open. So unlike Aaron Rodgers, who had that Devontae Adams bias, and I see Matt Schneidman in his article on The Athletic saying, and rightly so, which is correct, uh, Jordan Love goes to everybody. So he's 
right now, the most dangerous man to come up against, or one of, in the playoffs. And yes, you might scoff if you're not a Packers fan. You will be rejoicing and getting in the nip if you are. But arguably, it's like what happened to the Lions when they, you know, Megatron moved on, retired, and Matt Stafford was forced to spread the ball around. Incredible quarterback. And he had some incredible throws to some really good receivers, and they all sort of stepped up and emerged. So pre-snap motion, established a run game nice and early, which you're able to do, allegedly, against the Cowboys. So then it comes down to, can our defense stifle the MV, the future MVP, more than likely, in Dak Prescott? This is a team, here's a guy, who the pundits are saying, this is the best chance for the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl, finally. Because they have a record-breaking quarterback. He's breaking all his own personal records. He has unbelievable receivers. Their defense is absolutely dominant. And they've got a coach in McCarthy who has done the business the last couple of years. So this is a guilt-edged chance because they're in absolute cap space hell after this year. So it's all riding on this. Now, does that add more pressure to the team? Maybe that's all just media speak, you know? And the players really couldn't give two dams about it. And that that stuff doesn't impact them at all. They're just going to go out and play. And they've got the team, they've got the talent to do it. So obviously it'll come down to, can the Packers keep up with a high-octane Dallas offense? And there's no reason to believe, because they see all this criticism being thrown at Dallas, like, oh, they never bet any good teams. They wiped the floor with an awful lot of teams this season. Let's relax here. Um, But I can see, and I've said this, loads of time and it's based on nothing but voodoo but this Packers defense was fantastic last week and they are probably strangely capable of pulling off an upset because they pin their ears back and get after the quarterback with reckless abandon no game plan you don't have to answer to anybody after the week Joe Barry is probably effectively gone so he's gonna say right lads get after it um, that's the game plan right there just one phrase get after it lads so you know I think there's going to be more reckless abandoned in the playoffs it's it's like watching football in the Premier League and then watching some sort of you know World Cup competition or Champions League the football is different it's more urgent and frantic and I think that's what we're going to get especially going down to Dallas but there's no doubt about it it's going to be an impossible place to play it's crazy down there the stadium and then they open up and let the sun in and it's blasting you in the face you know there's Jerry's world it's crazy so I don't know if the media hype or the pressure being on Dallas you know does that usurp talent at the end of the day I mean Dak Prescott obviously is very comfortable now in McCarthy's offense and he's proved that this season they're the number two seed so if the Packers win and I know what you're saying when Steve but if they were to win it would be a massive massive upset and if we are to win, we need a lot of things to go our way. We need the defense to play lights out all of a sudden and just pull it out of the bag. Uh, we need some defensive scores. We need to establish the run early. We need to not lose our nerve and be aggressive and go pre-snap motion and ask the young guys to do what they're doing. And if we can score, because look, they we people are pointing at the, the Bears game and saying we never punted once. Dan Whelan, the paddy, like myself, didn't get a run out. And people are like, well, that's really positive. It is positive, but it did not translate directly to points. And that's what we need to knock on the head. If the Cowboys are averaging 30 points per game, but 37 points at home, 
if they're on form and their defense can't stop them and you know there's history there well then you'd think that the Packers are really up against it it might just come down to that we can't keep up with their offensive firepower but strangely and I'll say this every time we get to the playoffs I couldn't give a hoot about stats about team histories about past events uh, injury reports strange things happen in the playoffs we I mean how many times have the Packers been on the receiving end of a ridiculous result you know against Tampa we should have won that game against the Niners we should have won that game and they were banged up guilt edge chance I honestly think Aaron Rodgers was wasting Matt LaFleur's prime that's all I'm saying I joke of course so look Dallas are in that position now where everybody apart from Adam Sheen everybody because he's scarred everybody is saying that Dallas should win this game and looking at the stats they absolutely should win this game in every metric they're ahead of the Packers pretty much but can Jordan Love pull out a fantastic performance he'll have to get the ball out quick if he is and the receivers need to run routes and be on point and I fancy an upset is it realistic no is it a Packers reporters reporting on this objectively this is Steve-O, who runs the UK Packers, saying, let's get it, lads. Let's win this game. Let's go down to Dallas and get the win. And I'll be back on reviewing the game and saying, this is going to make one hell of an America's game.